Hi, I'm Misty. And I'm Liz. We're two women who don't know shit about literature, but we love to hang out and talk about the books we've read. And everything else in our minds. So get cozy, grab a drink, and let's get started. I loved Educated. Hi. Hey. It's Liz and Misty. We're back for something maybe a little different. I had time to read an extra book, so I thought we would do like a little mini, like a, a blurb episode. A little episode. Book blurb. Right. So I finished my book early, and I read Educated by Tara Westover. Have you ever read that? Loved it. It was really, really good. And uh, side note... I didn't read it. I listened to it. No way. I did. A couple of, a few years ago, I listened to it on Audible. My son was in tutoring at the time, and I would hang out in the library parking lot waiting for him. So I downloaded it and listened to it, and it was it was really good. Well, I read this book because it had so many awards, and I like to go on Pinterest and online and just look for um, – like reading list, like must read, right? Must read. Books I have of, tons of must read books on from Pinterest. Me too. And educated popped up on a ton of those lists. So I was like, okay, well, let me check it out. It's not like something that I would normally read. This is a memoir. It is true. It is a true story. Which There's is scary. No magic in it. No. <laughs> it's about this girl. She's a girl in the book named Tara, and she was raised on a farm in Idaho. She's one of seven kids, and her parents were survivalists, extremists. Doomsday. Yes. I think she said three or four of the kids were born at home with no birth certificate. She even said later when she was about nine or ten, she went to go get a delayed birth certificate, and nobody could remember her birthday. Isn't that sad? They just picked a day. She said normally she would just pick a day, and they would sell, they would say it was her birthday, and she was another year older. Um, the mom actually becomes a midwife while she's a child. The dad is very into preparing for the end of times. He stores tanks of gasoline underground he has each child pack a a to-go bag right in case they need to leave in the middle of the night because the government is after them so it just seemed like a very stressful way to live they were always on guard it was always the in the days were just just coming right around the corner always prepared they didn't really like to leave their land the kids were not allowed to go to school from what she says, they weren't very – there was no homeschool either. No. They had textbooks there that they would read every now and then, but their dad didn't seem like he liked them to because their dad was always making them work in the junkyard or do construction jobs with him. So he would – she said it seemed like every time she picked up a textbook, he would have a job for her to do to kind of distract her from learning anything. They also had – one of the brothers was extremely abusive, and the parents didn't seem to care. But against all odds, Tara gets out by kind of buckling down, teaching herself math and studying things. She scores well enough on her ACT to get into BYU. Right. So she goes to college, and then she does well enough at college to where she gets accepted into programs at Cambridge and Harvard. 
I almost, I really almost cried because I was so proud of her for getting into these schools because I ended up watching an interview she did with Ellen and she said, I don't have a high school diploma or a GED, but I do have a PhD. Which is incredible. It is so crazy. really, Really incredible. So I like this book because it was so different from my own life. Right. You know, it's really easy as you're going from day to day to think that everyone lives like you do. And that's not the case. Nobody has the exact same circumstances. Or people probably have very different circumstances or past than you. So you just don't know how people live day to day. I did like the female empowerment. I swear, since I have a daughter, I was never like this before. But since I've had my daughter, I'm all about girl power these days. Oh, absolutely. So I want to see women. I want all the women to do all the things. I'll wear all the crowns. So well. Queens. Everyone's a queen. I, I don't know why. I just am now. But I will say that this book left me in a really funky mood really yes the whole time that I was listening to this book it just seemed like I was walking around it was just so her life was so awful it seemed it did and I had to when I was listening to it I had to remind myself of two things one it's true and two that it was not this was not like the 1920s this was was not that long ago This was like 80s and 90s that she was growing up. And that was crazy to me that it was, this was not something that was, you know, set back way back when. This was, this was recently and it was true. To hear her talk, you would think that this was pioneer days. That's what I was thinking. It was like, you know, everyone's in a wagon. Yes. She, there was a disclaimer at the beginning of the book saying that this was not a, uh, not to make commentary on the Mormon religion, though they were Mormon And I think that maybe influenced her father a little bit because he, they would go to church and he would say that, oh, they're Mormon, but they're not Mormon like us. They're not, they're not the right kind of Mormon. Right. And it wasn't that he had like multiple wives or anything like that. It's just, he believed at one point she was in a dance class and the mom told the dance instructor, well, she actually kind of snuck into the dance class and she paid for it with her own money. They were going to have a recital. The mom told her she couldn't be in it because they don't dress modestly enough. So the dance teacher gave them sweatshirts to wear. All the other little girls were so upset about it. (laughs) The dad came to see her dance and the whole way home, all he did was testify about how women are loose these days and their clothing was just too revealing and tight and it had everything had to be high neck long sleeves loose fitting it sounded like they were wearing garbage bags right potato sacks yes i think she said that she wore men's jeans and steel-toed boots until she left she didn't wear that on ellen right (laughs) But, but it sounded like it sounded like that's what she wore until she went to um, Cambridge. Right. It even sounded like she was very, BYU was a very strange time for her. Uh, when I, when I listened to the Ellen interview though, she didn't offer, I was looking for maybe like some more little inside information or tidbits. And she basically just told stories she had already told in the book. Oh. So I was kind of disappointed by that. I looked online and 
because you know we like to share the bad reviews oh absolutely um maureen on goodreads.com she just posted a picture of a million little pieces Okay. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. I didn't, I wouldn't have gotten that joke, but you told me a couple weeks ago that that was put off to be a memoir. Right. And then found to be fake. Right. So that was, she gave it one star <laughs> and then she just posted that. Okay. The cover so of she that thinks that this memoir is, is all just all made up. A lot of people didn't really seem to believe it. At first, I was so I was so mad because I was like, "Well, how can you call her a liar?" But then I got to thinking about it, and she took the ACT twice. The second time, she got a twenty-eight on the ACT, which is really good. People go to school their whole lives. Make- I went to school my whole life, and I think I got a twenty-three. I mean, plenty of people go to school their whole lives and can't score that high even on the second time so it does seem odd she's she's saying that she taught herself trigonometry maybe she did and maybe she did but it does seem highly unlikely that she got a 28 on it after taking it twice so that's just she just a little okay maybe kind of gets you thinking if you take in the act you know that's hard to do what does the act go up to 36 does it go up? Does it even go up that high? I think it does. I think you get like an 18 if you put your name on it. <laughs> right? <laughs> or a 12. <laughs> then she talks about money. The whole book is her talking about she's going to have to have money. And so it's not really any of my business. But it. But once she gets to Cambridge, it seems like she's buying plane tickets left and right. They're going to Rome. They're, right. They're going home for Christmas. She's going here. She's going there. And she never mentions money again. So I know that she had gotten like a fellowship or a scholarship to go to Cambridge, but I would hope that that does not include plane tickets. So Right, unless she got financial aid and then she got scholarship money on top of it and she had all these extra funds. Maybe so, but because she had mentioned money so much right. in the rest of the book, I felt like maybe she should address where she's getting all this money to to buy all this stuff. Right, don't let Sally Mae find, find out what you're doing with that. Right. That's, that's school money. They will like extradited from England. I'm sure you can look financial (laughs) aid. I'm, I think Sally Mae, they can do that. I think they are above the IRS, so probably another thing was her family was very much against any kind of medical attention. There was a couple points in the book where her family, as a whole, gets into these just terrible car wrecks. I don't know how they didn't die, but. The parents' way of looking at it was pretty much, if you're meant to go, then God will take you. So you don't need medical care because if it's time, if it's your time to go, then it's your time to go. Which I cannot imagine as a parent saying or having my parents say that to me just sounds awful. Right. So they never got any kind of medical attention, she says. But then I found on the internet a picture of her and she's wearing braces. As oh. like a teenager. Okay, so you can get in a car wreck and it could be life or death. We're not going to help you. But if your teeth are crooked and you have an overbite. Right. So I found. And how would you pay for that? So then I was like, you know, there are two sides to every story. There are. And her mother wants to tell it. Her mother actually wrote a book called Educating. Oh. Which she self-published. You can find it on Amazon. Is that a little rebuttal? 
Yes. Okay. So her mother wrote kind of a rebuttal book, but I think it goes a little bit deeper. I kind I think it kind of explains her life, kind of like Tara's did from right. childhood through adult. But in the in educated, Tara says how once she moved away, her parents started an essential oil business, and they had been doing really really well, and. I went and found it. It is Young Butter- <laughs> It's butterflyexpress.shop. So I went on there and you can buy her book Educating on that site as well. And you can also buy essential oils. Oh. So I thought that was you know, it's a true story. You have to take it with a grain of salt. I'm sure that there are many stories that we can tell from our childhood where if I told it it would be different from if you oh, told absolutely, it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. She even says in the book, I've asked so-and-so and and they don't remember it this way. Or she says that one of their family friends came and picked them up after their really bad car wreck. Then she says that asked, asked now, he swears he wasn't there. But I know that it was him. I feel like you would remember going to pick up a family after a really bad car wreck. So one of them is not remembering correctly. Right. It could be her just because she's the author doesn't mean her memory is perfect. I also found her one of her brother's reviews online, and he mostly supports his sister, but he does say that he remembers things differently. He says that in engineering, they follow an 80-20 rule, which says reports should focus on key messages and points and deliberately leave out confusing or contradictory or really complicated information. And she, he says that she did a great job of following that. So... Okay. That's kind of a nice way of being like, you didn't tell the whole story, I guess. Right. That's kind of how, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So he said he wouldn't change the book, but he would suggest that she include maybe an appendix or like publication notes to kind of clarify different perspectives. So as soon as I finished the book, I thought that it was very depressing, but also uplifting, I guess. It I was is proud very... of her for coming so far. Right. But then after I read some of the reviews, I was like, oh, you know, maybe she, maybe it wasn't exactly like she said. It was a very inspiring book. It was. She's a tough chick. It was. And actually, the picture of the braces is in her mom's book. Her mom includes several photos in the book. So there's also one point in her book where she talks about her dad getting a really getting burned really badly. Right. And I tried to find photos of her parents, and I kept being like, well, that can't be her parents because this man doesn't look burned. It it was. So I think she maybe embellished things. Or, you know, when you're younger, things seem a lot more drastic than Oh, they absolutely. Are. And, and things maybe... seem much more big. Yeah. Everything's big. Right. So maybe that's what happened. It's a, it's a good read. I definitely recommend it. Just, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Maybe everything you're reading isn't exactly all the way 100% truth. And she might think that it is. Maybe. I mean, I know that you and I, when we share stories about our childhood, we never had the same story. No. Never. You remember things. I don't and vice versa. Right. And if we happen to remember the same thing, then our details are off. They're very different. And I swear I'm telling the truth. And oh, you yeah. Swear that, you're telling the truth. So absolutely. It's just kind of, it's, you know, your memory is a little bit pliable. There, that's it true. change. So anyway, all in all, Educated by Tara Westover. It was a good read. I liked the different perspectives. It's 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 refreshing to read other people's perspectives that aren't like you. So if anything, just read about how a survivalist grows up and how they 
decide they don't want to be a survivalist anymore. Right. I loved it, too. It was a good book. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.